This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Welcome in. It's the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. We are doing two things today. We are starting a new week, and we're ending a month all at the same time. But that's not the extent of the show. Hi again, everybody. Uh, Sean Kelly with you from Studio B on Airline Drive, the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. And uh, we'll we'll celebrate the start of the week and the end of a month with uh, some interesting conversation today, uh, not only regarding the NFL scouting combine, but uh, Pelicans basketball this week. But movies, too, because, I mean, the Oscars were last night. Daniel Sowerson's with us here in Studio B. Bree from the Pelicans dance team is with us. Hello, everyone. Hello. Anybody have the case of Mondays like me? I always do. Yeah. Mondays are a little slow, but. I know. I'm having a real hard time getting going today. Um, Probably some of it has to do with the fact that the Oscars now is like a six-hour production and ended like at what, 11 last night? 11. Mm -hmm. 11 Central. Um, Interesting, to say the least. Uh, Number one, I... Two things always amaze me. Number one, um, why am I staying up this late to watch this? Uh, and number two is, it's my yearly reminder of how many movies I have not seen True. that were released in the last year. And Show of hands, anybody see any of the Best Picture nominees from last night? I have seen Mad Max Fury Road. That's the Was one that? I've seen. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. So. Well, you're ahead of me. <laughs> Other than that, no. Now, the list of movies that I want to see is high. And even more so after last night. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I want to see Bridge of Spies. Spotlight won Best Picture, so I want to mm-hmm. see that. Um, the Big Short. Mm-hmm. What else was Best Picture last night? Oh, The Revenant. I yep. want to see that. The Martian. And The Martian. I have no desire to see Mad Max. I've never, I've never seen an award show that won so many awards. By the way, why do we have a sound editing and sound mixing award? Aren't they all the same know. thing? It's right on my alley, though. But <laughs> but Mad Max won like costume, set design, visual, all those all those things. It was really good. And I movie. still have no desire to see this movie. You should see it. I I normally don't get into the actiony kind of movies, but it it was a good one. My question is: Would you rather win all those six little awards and then not win Best Picture, or would you rather win Best Picture and then not win? Well, if if you would have asked me when the trailer came out for Mad Max, because it was everywhere, mm-hmm. that that would be in the in the be nominated for Best Picture, I would have laughed at you. But there it was. I mean, it was really good. It, it was a good movie. Okay. I love okay. like the post-apocalyptic kind of movies where it's like a whole different type of um, community and just the rules are different. Community there were people with chainsaws trying to kill each other on the <laughs> road. Know, it's a two-hour-long chase scene, though. Basically, it really. Why yeah, wouldn't you? Like I'm it? out of touch. You know what else I'm out of touch about? <laughs> The whole Stacy Dash thing last night. That was weird. <laughs> I, I don't get it. It was really awkward. Am I that old now? No, what? I got it, but that's another discussion. But it was okay. it was kind of awkward for everyone, I think. He, she just came out, and then it was like, okay, moving on. I fully expected Chris Rock to touch upon diversity mm-hmm. or the lack thereof mm-hmm. with this year's Academy Awards. Um, and some of it was very poignant. Some of it was pretty darn funny. Um, did it drag on for anybody? Yes. A little bit. A little um, bit? But, you know, I mean, part of his job, he kind of makes people uncomfortable, but then he has that funny little um, comic relief going, too. Yeah. So. It was I pretty think, good. Yeah. Even the, the Alley G guy got on there and did yeah. something that was kind of bizarre. <laughs> it could have stopped maybe halfway through or something. You did one little bit about it and then move on, but it was just, 
a drag, just like the Oscars, a drag on way too. Let's long. Say, let's say this. I think it. I think it has provoked change. So whether it be Chris Rock's performance last night or all the bad publicity leading up to it, I think that we're going to see some kind of change. Yeah. I Maybe sure slow, so. but it, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what I am happy about? What's that? Leo finally won. Okay. <laughs> Leo. <laughs> if he didn't win last night, I mean, just. I think everybody in the world was rooting for him. Without a doubt. Yeah. He won the Golden Globe, and usually, at least according to my wife, when he, if you win the Golden Globe, you're usually set to win the Oscar, even though it didn't win for Best Picture, because Revenant won Golden Globe and not Best Picture, or didn't. He didn't win the Oscar, but still, I don't he, know. He was about to be like the Susan Lucci of the Academy mm-hmm. Awards. Because he'd been nominated, what, like six, seven times? Yeah. Six. Six, yeah. okay. It was due. Um, yeah. And, of course, he made his, his stump speech about climate change. Yeah. Well, he's working on a big climate change <laughs> documentary right now. Oh, is that what Oh, it yes. Is? Okay. Oh, yes. I, like, I don't want to say it was self-serving, but it was, it was a little promotional. <laughs> okay. But it was yes. self-serving. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Who won uh, Best Actress? Oh, Brie, um, Brie Larson. Larson. Did you see Room? We have the same name. No. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. Okay. Looks interesting. Looks I think interesting I'd see it, though. Best Dressed? Anybody? Best Looking? I don't know. You tell me. There are so many beautiful gowns. I lo- th- that's one of my favorite parts is just seeing what everybody shows up wearing. Charlize Theron. Oh. I, Ladies I and gentlemen. <laughs> well, uh, that's why you need to watch Mad Max. She's in it? Yeah, she's oh, the wait a she minute. The she's bald. Or close to me. She's bald. <laughs> oh, she's the one that they show like up close yeah, with the black all the on time. Her face and the okay. And, yeah. I kinda like Shirley's there in Academy Awards, not Shirley's <laughs> there in Bald and Mad Max. <laughs> no, but she's she's still hot in Mad Max. Too, okay. So Scarlett Johansson last night. <laughs> Thumbs thumb up, up from Daniel. I had to hold the other mic, but one thumb up. The heroine <laughs> from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Um, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. From the from from your side of the ledger, mm-hmm. who's the guy that plays Superman? Henry Cavill or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. His name. I don't know. I think that's how. You well, here's him. here's something that always fascinates me. Whenever actors or actresses can change their their accent to where they sound like they're American, mm-hmm. so like an Australian, you know, even like when um, uh, who's the country music singer uh, from Australia? He's married Keith to Urban. Keith Urban. Whenever mm-hmm. he speaks. It's a thick Australian accent, but right. yet when he sings, it sounds it's very country. Midwest, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. same thing. Last night, Henry Cavill gets up there as a uh, a presenter. Now he does he look great, but all of a sudden he comes out with his normal accent, and I'm like, "Well, if you're not a girl, and you don't like this." I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a meeting of the beautiful people, good. wasn't it? <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. That's why I wasn't there. <laughs> the one lady who won the um, best costume design for Mad Max, she looked like she had just gotten off her Harley. Do you know what I kind of compared it to? And I don't know. She looked like the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. Well, that's probably why she did so great during the costumes. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's pretty much what Mad Max is. Right. And then she goes up there and she thanks, like, her agent from, like, IMG or something like that. I'm like, costume people have big-time agents now? Oh, she was basically trying to get some more work. She's like, hey, uh, yeah. call my agent if you want me to do your costumes. I just want an Oscar. Yeah. No, it was. But then it, she had a leather bejeweled skull on the back of her yeah like a flaming skull like, on the back of a didn't leather care about jacket. your costume we just cared about everyone else's <laughs> it was interesting to say the least all right so movies that you want to see now based on what you saw last night what would you put on your list um i, I want to see room i think mm-hmm. that would be a good one um and i haven't seen the revenant so i'll have to go check that one out too and see leo's award winning performance the bear gets nothing i know right <laughs> I, there's a meme that talks about 
when Leo forgets to thank you in his speech, and it's a really sad-looking bear. See, you're on top of it this morning. You're already on. There was a bear there when they were showing <laughs> Yes, that the movie. was pretty funny. <laughs> they pointed to a bear sitting in the... In that the, was pretty good, was yes. Pretty good. And Lady Gaga was her usual self last night. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think so. she's definitely starting to come to the forefront in the music in- industry right now, and her performance was great. Okay. Um, if I could give you a free ticket, dress, the whole nine yards, tux, you, suit, whatever, would you want to go to the Oscars or the Golden Globes? Hmm. Two very different feels to those parties or performances. Really, you go first. I, I I like the elegance of the Oscars, so I, I don't know. I, I'd go with the Oscars. I think I'd go with the Golden Globes one because it's shorter. Yep, <laughs> and it's more of a casual setting. Or everyone's at tables. There's food. There's booze. Everyone's kind of just kicking back and relaxed. I think I'd go to the Golden Globes, even though the Oscars is more of the prestige, but I think I'd fall asleep halfway through. It's just, there's so much. Yeah, there is. There's so much. That's I'm, a true New Orleans answer. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think I might go Golden Globes too, because it's more than just movies, mm-hmm. and there's and there's cocktails. A mm-hmm. lot of cocktails. If anything can get you through a award show, it's cocktails. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, there are people still probably um, coming home from parties as we record this. So right now. It's Obviously. an all-nighter. Okay, so we, of course, have to put a twist on it for Black and Blue Report. What we're going to do today is we're going we're gonna to throw out sports movies and how we would maybe rank them or the ones that we would consider to be, it should be on the nominate, you know, nominated for best sports movie ever or perhaps best sports movie actor ever. I know Daniel's there's, got this look of there's lot. no way. There's, there's way a lot. too many. And we have three different demographics, basically. That we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. We'll do that. We'll also, again, hear from uh, Mickey Loomis today. The uh, Saints Vice President General Manager uh, sat down with John DeShazer at the NFL Scouting Combine over the weekend. We want to play that interview for you today. And then, Bree, we've got to get a Pelicans planner in here on Monday. Oh, I have all your updates for Yes, you. we'll take a drive by that <clears throat> game on Saturday night at the Smoothie King Center, but we'll set the table for the week for the Pelicans. All Five right. and a half back, right, Daniel? Yes. Okay. Should be four and a half back. Don't get me started. Two huge games this week, though. We'll talk about that. Stay with us. Let's go back in the day on Thursday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. When your New Orleans Pelicans take on the San Antonio Spurs for our 90s night at the Smoothie King Center. The first 8,000 dudes in attendance will receive a sweet fanny pack presented by Cox and NBA TV. Come hang out and watch our special 90s halftime show by the legendary hip-hop duo Tag Team. Tickets start as low as $24, so call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your tickets today. Josh Groban on stage Friday, July 15th at Bold Sphere Music at Champion Square featuring songs from his new album Stages as well as his classic hits with very special guest Sarah McLaughlin. Get access to preferred tickets with your city card. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or by phone at 1-800-745-3000. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy text alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. 
We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back. Special edition of the Black and Blue Report. A lot of movie talk here today. Good stuff. Breeze opened my eyes on a few things. Daniel, I think, is more versed in maybe the movies of the day than I am. I try. Maybe just because you saw Mad Max and I didn't. That's probably That's it, it though. Sports movies, though. Let's go. Let's walk into my my world a little bit here, okay. shall we? Let's go. Um, all right. So, Brie, female, twenties, yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay, Daniel. <laughs> do you crack thirty yet? No. Do you, late twenties. Late twenties. Yes. Okay. As long as I don't look thirty, I'll represent the older demographic. <laughs> Mid thirties. Keep going. <laughs> Bless I'll your stop heart. There. I'll stop there. All right, look, so sports movies have been going on since maybe even close to the dawn of Hollywood. I mean, if you look back at Pride of the Yankees, I want to say that came out three years, just a couple of years after Lou Gehrig's um, famous speech when he walked away from baseball. Um, so if, you, if that's your starting point and you move forward, we're talking about a stack. I mean a stack of sports movies. So how do we determine which are the best sports movies of all time and why and what matters to each of our demographics here? So, Bree, I know sports <laughs> movies is not quite your thing, but you've, you've I mean, dabbled. I've seen a fair share of them. Okay. You know? Now, part of this exercise is going to be this. Okay. I'm going to do my best not to make fun of you <laughs> for not seeing some of the classics here. Oh. But we might be assigning yeah. homework. Is that fair? Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> How many of these things do you think are available on Netflix and whatnot? I think a good amount. A lot of the I older ones. To, I tried to do a little research, and Netflix has nothing. Nothing. N- well, they have like the knockoff, like sequel or something like that. Okay. All they right. They don't have any of the. You're resourceful, though. I can name. I can name the classics. I just okay. haven't seen them. <laughs> All right. Well, let me let's start with this best one you've seen then. Um. Well. Or your favorite? I don't say best. Your favorite sports movie you've ever seen. One of my favorites, and it might be, you know, I have to pull for the girls here, but I really like A League of Their Own. Okay. I, and I've loved it since I was younger, you know. It takes there's no place. crying in baseball, right? Is that, there's okay. no crying in baseball. Yes. Tom Hanks. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it takes place back during World War II when all the guys are gone, so the girls really got a chance to step up in the sports world. And at first, nobody respected them. But then they really started to pull through and got a lot of support from all over America. Okay. So I really like it. Plus, it has Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell and Gina Davis and Tom Hanks and you know some some great actors and actresses in it. So all right. Fair I enough. I think it's it's a great movie. That's, That's a good your one. nominee right now. That's my nominee. Okay. <laughs> Daniel, I have a weird one. Uh, oh, okay. But Weird's good. It might not be weird. To some people. Don't say Space Jam. No, that's up there, though. Oh. But oh, Space Jam. Major League is my favorite movie. Well, I, that's, that's going to be a lot of people's top Okay. Five. It's just, I like the comedy in it, and just, I, I'm a big baseball fan, too, but just how it's Cleveland, I don't know, just how their sports history has gone, just the comedic relief in it. It's just such well, a... wasn't draft day about Cleveland sports, too? Yeah, that wasn't really realistic, though. Yeah, no. I thought that was a... Never mind. That's another... No, it's another day. Is that a Razzie for you or a Raspberry? Oh, yeah. Is? Okay. Rotten Tomato, whatever that thing is. But, yeah, <laughs> I think Major League is, is my favorite movie. I think it's up there, but I didn't know if it's people's top choice. There's so many good ones. It's one of the most quotable, that's for sure. Yeah. And that's another thing. I'm a big – I you quote a lot of quote, movies. Bull yeah. Durham? 
Yeah. Quotable. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Caddyshack? Oh, yeah. We're going to call that a sports movie? Yeah. Sure. Golf? Yeah. Yeah. Golf's you, a sport. You've seen more than you think you have, I think. <laughs> Maybe. 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 It's in pieces for sure. All right. <laughs> what about you? I'm, I'm like you. Baseball is where my sweet spot is. Mm-hmm. So it seems like my list involves a lot of baseball. Bull Durham. Yeah. If Field of Dreams is not in anyone's top three, I'm not so sure. No, it's must in not there. have a son or a father, which I think for most everybody that does put them in a certain box, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Fathers and sons, Field of Dreams, obviously. If you build it, they will come. That's right. Now, I had to watch it several times to really truly get the meaning of it. But Right. And I guess that's the other measure of a great sports movie or any good movie. Would you watch it again? Yeah, true. So would you watch A League of Their Own again? Absolutely. Okay. I've seen it a million times. For love of the game. I love that movie. Probably because I like Vince Scully. Yeah. See, all these have Kevin Costner in them, too. Is Kevin Costner the best sports movie actor ever? He well, certainly has popped up in the most of them. He's been in 20 of them or whatever. So, yeah, I would say so. But you'd have to throw out draft day, right? Yeah. Okay. We've got a list here. Daniel compiled a list. I don't know where you grabbed this, but it ranks the top 25 sports movies. This is not my list, so if you don't like it, right. then. So, I don't agree with all of them. But, I, like, like, for example, number 17 is Rocky. 17? It really? won Best Picture. Especially now, when now, 19 should is should it have won them. Best Picture? Probably not, but it still won Best Picture. Hmm. That's surprising it's that low. No doubt. Huh. Hoosiers was number one. Okay. Gene Hackman, I can Indiana basketball, now. Hickory, the whole nine yards. We're on the picket fence. It's in the top five, probably. Yeah. Number one, maybe not. Uh, Field of Dreams, we talked about that. You had Major League. Mm-hmm. Bull Durham's the other. Kevin Coster, yeah. obviously. Bull Durham, have you seen Bull Durham? No. You better grab a pen. <laughs> you better grab a pen. I'll you just give her this list, okay. and she can take, take it home the list. <laughs> so you've got to see Hoosiers, because there's a love story in there, too. Okay. All right. There's more than just sports. Right. I love the natural. That's number five. Another baseball movie. That's a yeah. that, that's a that's you got to be dialed in for that one. Mm-hmm. Though. Okay, you never seen Bull Durham? You love no. Bull Durham. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Okay, I okay. know her. You know her. <laughs> Field of Dreams. Um, Tin Cup. Another Kevin Cut. He's all over the place. He's in this whole top ten. <laughs> yes, I like Tin Cup. That was good. I don't know if I'd put it in the top six. No, but no. this list also has Bring It On at number 19, which is two spots yeah. away from Rocky. Wait, I would See, love to See, you've seen that one, too. I would love to argue is that, in your that top cheerleading five? is a sport. No, that's fine. <laughs> I just don't rank it in the top 20 of sports movies of all time. I agree it's a sports movie. I mean, it's 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 good. I've watched Bring It On more than once. I'm okay quote, with that. I can quote Bring It On. Bam. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proud to say that I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole other. Again, I'm representing my demographic, remember? Hold your ground yeah. in your demographic. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> he got game. That's a real cult type following. Yeah. You gotta know that Rain Allen's in that. hmm Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. You mentioned earlier Denzel's in that one too? He's in De- he plays Jake. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is Remember the Titans on there? Oh, it is. We're getting I've there. Seen We're that getting one. there. That was really good. Uh let's see. That uh, he got game was ten. Pride of the Yankees was nine. Moneyball was eight. I don't know if it's eight. It was good. Top ten? Mm. Caddyshack was seven. Uh, no doubt, top ten. Yeah. Yes, which I just watched again the other day. White Men Can't Jump, 13. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I think that's a little underrated. Is that Woody Harrelson's only sports movie? It's got to be. Yes. It's got to be. I He's think so. brilliant in that movie. Miracle was 12. I like Miracle. Very good. I've seen part of that. Part of <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you how it ends. Okay. <laughs> 
I think I'm the only one in the room who Doug Tatum's in the room. So both of us were alive when that actually happened in 1980. I remember um, the call. The call is the best part. Space Jam was tied at 11 with the Hustler. Space Jam. Where did you find this list? It was the second list on there because the first one I didn't like, so I went with the second <laughs> one. I guess so. I told For, you it was not my list. Uh, here you go. Rocky Four is rated higher than Rocky. Well, see, I grabbed the wrong list then. You did. Rocky <laughs> Four at fourteen, when he beats Ivan Drago. Let's break you. Um, any given Sunday was fifteen. Slapshot was sixteen. Slapshot's pretty darn good too. Again, I'm dating myself. No, but that one <laughs> might be up there. Breaking Away, eighteen. Haven't seen Breaking Away. Might want to see that. Okay. Dennis Quaid's in that one. Oh, long I time ago. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Bring It On at number nineteen. Yeah. There it okay. is. Uh, let's see here. This is not a democracy; it's a cheerocracy. Is that it? Yeah. Spirit fingers. Okay. Spirit fingers. These are is that not like, spirit fingers. Is that like jazz hands? Exactly like, like jazz, jazz hands. hands, but you gotta wiggle your fingers. Oh my! North Dallas Forty was twenty, which was a quintessential <laughs> football movie in the nineteen seventies. Remember the Titans slips all the way to twenty-one. Really? I know. I know. Okay. I put it ahead of a lot really of these. Like that. I was an extra. You've seen more movie. than you think. I've seen Remember the Titans. Sandlot's twenty-two. Sandlot's a good one. Actually, I have. Okay, so I have a Great Dane. This is a side note, but I have a Great Dane, and everybody thinks that he's the same type of dog from Sandlot. Which I think is a mastiff. Yes. You know, is it yeah. that big of a dog? Yeah. That dog was big in the my movie. My dog. He's thinner and more lean, but he has the same colorings. Okay. And he's 185 pounds. <sighs> and whenever I walk him down the street, people are like, is that that same dog from the Sandlot? <laughs> you should be like, yes, it is. Yeah, yes. actually. He's, he's lived yes. 20 years. You're right. <laughs> he will eat you. Yeah. So don't come near. Exactly. Sandlot 22. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. That's my favorite line yep. from that. Um Eight Men Out. I forgot about that one. That's like a gangster movie around baseball. Never, another Kevin Costner. He is in that, isn't he? Uh, League of Their Own was 24. Oh. I know. Karate Kid at 25. <laughs> That's a good one. That I was like great karate. in the 80s. I mean, and then they I've seen wrote, the new one with, yeah. um, what is his name, Jaden Smith. Yeah. Yes. Wax on, <laughs> wax off. What's missing? Oh, that's a good question. Rudy. He right. Rudy. Where the heck is Rudy? Rudy's oh, yeah. not on this list. That was good. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there's just so many movies, sports movies. Friday Night Lights. That wasn't bad. You know, I've never seen mm. that. I saw the movie, What's but not the, the TV one show. With, um, Sandra Bullock. Oh, Blindside. 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 Yeah, that's like, better than a bunch of those movies. I like yeah. how Michael Orr came out. I was like, that's not how it happened. <laughs> Which I figured some of that was not. Yes, it's interesting. Um, I'm friends with Sean Tui, who is. Well, that's who Tim McGraw plays. Mm-hmm. So hearing hearing their experience of how that movie was shot and what happened afterwards and the friendship that uh, was struck up between Sandra Bullock and his wife and how similar they were. Then, like it was like he said, it was like the perfect casting. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said that Tim McGraw playing him was a bit of a stretch, <laughs> which it is. <laughs> does he <laughs> own all Sean. those Taco Bells and stuff? Yes, is he that? does. He's also that's the life. He's, he doesn't do it as much anymore, but he he is still one of the television analysts for the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh. Um, so Sean Tui. Next time the Grizzlies are in town, you may see Sean. So, and he's a New Orleans guy. Yep, went to Newman. Yep. So there's okay. a real connection there. I think we made a pretty good list. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, best athlete that's ever appeared in a sports movie. Hmm. 
Just you like mentioned cameo. Ray Allen. Yeah. Well, like, like Michael Jordan and Space Jam. Right. Like a big role. <laughs> and LeBron James was just train in the movie list. He was really good in train wreck. Train wreck. Mm-hmm. What about Shaquille O'Neal and Blue Chips? Yeah, I thought you were going to say Kazam. <laughs> no, I was going to say Kazam. Oh, no. <laughs> we would have lost me on that one. Yeah. All right. So we've made a list. I think we're going to get you started. Yeah. Okay. I have homework. Yes. I'm How many of these home. do you want to knock out in, say, the next couple of weeks? I can I can watch maybe like one every couple of days. You know, I mean, it's I'm busy right now in the season, so I, I don't have a maybe, lot of free time. might be summer Whoa, homework. Hold on. <laughs> You've you've been in here before mentioning things about either scandal or a few other things, right? Yeah. Maybe you push scandal and Olivia Pope <laughs> and a couple others to the side for one night. You know I love Olivia Pope though. I, I know you do. That's why I'm <laughs> calling you out on this. Okay. And I like Olivia Pope too. Okay. But she presented last night. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. She wasn't really. She was out there for like eight seconds though. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, Daniel, you want to pick three for her to see first off? We'll start with Hoosiers right at the top there. Okay. I would say Feel the Dreams, too. I don't know if she might allow It's a little slow, I think. Just Bull Durham, bit. for sure. Yeah. And okay. Let's go with Hoosiers to start. And then okay. I'll at least give you one. That's my home. Hoosiers one. and Bull Durham. We'll start with that. Got it. Next Thanks. time you're in, because I know you're <laughs> you're kind of every other week with us, right? Right. Okay. Yep. So we'll in check two back. weeks. Little did Doug Tatum know when he said, let's do a little sports movie roundtable that this would proceed now into an ongoing segment with you. (laughs) I know. Yes. So I'll have to come back and give my recap of what I think. No cliff notes, no nothing like that. you got to watch the movie. No, I'll actually watch it. It's like college all over again. Yes. Just watch the movie instead of reading the book. Kind of the other way around, though. Well, that would be a whole other show because you could start (laughs) talking about Catcher in the Rye and Field of Dreams and the relationships between literature and sports movies. I'm out. (laughs) It'd be the perfect college course. All right, so there you have it. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation. Maybe you've got some that you'd like to throw into the list. Or, better yet, maybe you've got some that we should assign to Bree. <laughs> well, you know, I noticed there's a big lack of basketball movies in all of the, that list. You know? Yeah, yeah there's well, not. Blue Chips didn't make the list. No. You, you talked about shouldn't. Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Coach was, Carter, yeah. I thought that was a pretty good movie. That's a good one. Yeah. What else are we missing in basketball? Air Bud. There you go. <laughs> Done, number one. This is a great time to end the segment. If you've got a movie, a sports movie that you think Bree needs to see, tweet us at Black Blue Report, um, and we'll pass it along to you. All right. Lots of homework. But your off-season will be filled with magnificent entertainment this year. It's going to be great. Yes. Can't wait. Bree will be back with us here in a moment. We'll talk about this very important week for the Pelicans coming up. A little football for you, though, next. Uh, John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com and Saints General Manager Mickey Loomis. Stay with us. How much do you want to lose this year? 5, 10, 15 pounds? It's time to set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with one of 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce serving, and see how much you can lose. With flavors like pineapple mango, almond mocha, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goals. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Weight loss is based on a low-calorie diet and exercise program. Consult your physician before beginning any diet program. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion. 
because we know we can save you some money. The Harlem Globetrotters bring their 90th anniversary world tour to the Smoothie King Center for two shows Saturday, April 2nd. Witness some of the world's best athletes execute unbelievable feats of ball handling, trick shots, and comedy. It's the team's most epic tour in 90 years and a lifelong memory in the making. Score your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and don't miss your chance to get in on the action at the Smoothie King Center, Saturday, April 2nd at 2 and 7 p.m. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. All right, let's continue here on this Monday and bring in John DeShazer and Mickey Loomis. This was an interview recorded at the NFL Scouting Combine over the weekend. But John DeShazer and his uh, team, Alex Restrepo, those guys did a great job. There's plenty of good stuff on NewOrleansSaints.com. Make sure you check all that out. Of course, we heard from head coach Sean Payton last week. Uh, John gave us some great reports. Uh, shoot when he got there and then even on Friday in the midst of all of it and was also able to follow uh, John Morton, a wide receivers coach, around for a day. Uh, great stuff. But uh, here was John's visit with Mickey Loomis over the weekend. I hope that you'll like. With Mickey here at another combine, and it seems like um, is it is it fair to say it's just as much about finding intangibles with players as with tangibles because you had the measurables, you know, the 40s, you got game tape, but to find out whether or not a guy fits the Saints culture. Yeah, that, that's definitely one of the uh, you know one of the goals here is to learn more about uh, you know the individuals. Uh, look, I think the combine is really important. It's important for the medical information that we get. Um, it's important for the measurables um, that we get on each of these guys, the drill work, getting to see them, um, you know, on the field, doing some physical things, and then um, <clears throat> obviously it's important the interviews that we do. Um, both you know in our room and then uh, that our coaches do with these guys individually uh, you know give us uh, you know just more bits of information uh, you know each of these guys have uh, put together a pretty good resume their college career is a real good resume and so we're just adding little pieces of information to it uh, in order to help us make the best decision and, and who fits uh, the New Orleans Saints the best. No, Sean mentioned you guys obviously want to hit on all your picks uh, but defensive-wise, does it make it, I guess, easier to come in and, I guess, do your evaluations when you know you're kind of emphasizing a little bit more defensively, or is it, you know, still as difficult as that? Well, I, you know, I think this. It's it's obviously correct that, uh, you know, when we look at this off season, you know, a lot of our focus is is on uh, defense, and yet, you know, we're not ignoring the offensive players in this draft. We're, you know, we're spending the same amount of diligent time evaluating each uh, each player, and um, you know whether they're offense or defense. So, uh, we, I guess, what I'm saying is, we're not really focused on just the defensive players. We're focused on all the players here, and I think our scouts, our area scouts, and our, our personnel department. Um, do a great job in, in making sure that we have complete information on every player. I know you always take a few years to look at an entire draft class, but you know so far I guess the returns on last year's draft class, the 2015 class, seemed to be pretty good. Was that pretty much you know you got were able to get guys who were able to fit in not just as players but in, fit into the locker room? Yeah, look, I th- I think that you know we did um, we, I think we did hit on. Uh, guys that do fit the profile of what uh, you know we've determined a new one on saint player to be and 
look in year one either due to circumstance or their own talent uh, you know we got a lot of contributions and, and we have some guys that we think are going to make uh, contributions to our team down the road that all of that remains to be seen um, but we're encouraged by year one certainly now going forward how much more critical does the process become when you're able to get guys on campus in Metairie and kind of get a little bit more in depth with them yeah that that's uh, look that's all part of the process and and there'll be guys that um, that we feel real comfortable about and we won't need to bring in and there'll be some guys that we have questions about um, and it may be something really innocuous that will cause us to say hey, let's bring this guy in and, and and spend a little more time with him so it's it's all part of the information gathering process and yet look we've had guys that have come in that we haven't drafted um, we've had guys that we didn't bring in that we did draft and so it's not really a, um, I wouldn't say that's an indicator of who we are going to draft it's just an indicator that hey we want we want to gather more information about a particular player you know, every offseason is an offseason of change, obviously, and uh, to have to part with players like Azari Evans and the potential other guys that you might have to part with. You know, how difficult does that become you know, as you go forward? Because these are contrib you know, contributions from veterans, guys who help win Super Bowls. Yeah, that, look, it, that's, it's always difficult to uh, um, say goodbye to a player. It's particularly difficult with someone like Jari, who's, uh, man, he's meant He's been an exemplary New Orleans Saint, uh, uh, both on the field um, and off the field. He's exceeded our expectations from the day we got him. Um, and so that's particularly hard. Um, you know, there's just – but but on the other hand, you know, he, look, he'll be a part of the New Orleans Saints for the rest of his life. And he's always welcome in our building. He'll be part of, um, you know, the Hall of Fame someday. He'll be part of – of the ring of honor someday and and so um look he's never going his his imprint on the new orleans saints um is significant and that isn't changing and yet when you have to part with a guy obviously you feel comfortable that you have capable replacements well you know it's up to us to to find those guys uh, for certain and we've got a couple candidates in the building in uh, tim lolito and Cineo, um Calmente and and but we've got you know we've got work to do we've got to, to bring in some other candidates as well. All right, very good, John Shazer. Uh, I'm very pleased to report we're back with me on the Pelicans broadcast radio wise Wednesday night at Houston. Um, big week coming up for the Pelicans, and we'll talk about it with uh, Bree here in Studio B in just a moment. If you haven't experienced our new and improved Sideline Premier Seats, then you'll want to check them out. Offering the closeness to the action, but full vantage point of the court, it's a great opportunity to entertain clients, associates, and friends. Sideline Premier Seat ticket packages include parking, food and beverage credit, access to private clubs, and more. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to learn more about these premium seating options today. You owe it to yourself and your home to call Terminix. I'm Vincent Palumbo. Whether you need a lifetime termite damage guarantee or hassle-free pest control service, we do it all. And I'm Ed Martin, Terminix entomologist. We have developed a convenient pest control system where we're scheduled in your home only twice a year. We attack bugs outside where they live. Call 834-7330 for guaranteed control of any pests or termites. Terminix does it all. 
Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We keep naming movies. Welcome back. Um, bang the drum slowly. You're right. I did mention Pride of the Yankees, though. Uh, Brian's song. Oh. Holy cow. We missed a lot. We did. Brian's song's on there. Um, what was the fish that saved... Pittsburgh. The fish that saved Pittsburgh. Oh, Julie served... 1979? Okay. Bree mentioned a couple hockey movies. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Can't believe I didn't mention Amelia Mighty Ducks. <laughs> the sequel that went in the opposite, the weird direction, it went from them as kids to them making the USA team, and then they're not even good enough to make the varsity team in their high school, number three. Maybe that's a little rant for my, myself, but how do you go from making the Junior Olympics to not even making your high school team? That's crazy. The varsity and JV. Pretty good high school, apparently. Very good high school. Invincible. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. <laughs> Raging Bull. See, We're going to get a lot of hate mail. <laughs> go on and on. Yeah. Um, we can't go on and on because we've got to get things wrapped up here on this uh, Monday. Okay, big week for the Pelicans. Look, very disappointing on Saturday. I understand. Ten-point lead at the start of the fourth quarter. Had a chance to move to within four and a half. So no tough. Anthony Davis. Pelicans are one and six without AD, by the way. Um, we'll hope that he's ready to go for Wednesday. It is a hugely important week if you want to have playoff hopes uh, with 24 remaining. 17 of the 24, is that right, in March? Yes. It's the busiest month on the uh, schedule. 17 games uh, in the month of March. Out of the 24 games remaining, 12 at home, 12 on the road. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, Bree, this is a big week because there are three games this week, two at home. Mm -hmm. And if you kind of bleed into the next week, as Daniel pointed out earlier, three of your next four have direct impact on your playoff life, if you will. Um, Starting with a road game on Wednesday at Houston. But then we're home for two very important games this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know you're going to talk about those in Pelicans Planner this week, right? Yep, I sure did. You know, Thursday's game is at 7 o'clock, same time as always. But it's also 90s night. So I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. They're giving away fanny packs that have the Pelicans logo. um, And Chris Cross is going to be doing the halftime show. (laughs) Yes, Chris Cross basketball, but yeah, Chris Cross, the jumping and the wearing the overalls backwards, that Chris Cross. Yeah. Wow. And we're dancing with them. How old are they now? I think they're, they're getting up there. Easy, (laughs) easy with the whole getting up there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Sean Kelly's age. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, the nineties are like (laughs) my favorite time period. That was my childhood. Have you watched the whole American crime story (laughs) series in the OJ Simpson trial, by the way? I've watched up to up to this yeah, week. Yeah, it's really, really good, speaking of the 90s. Um, anyway, I digress. Saturday, <laughs> back home again. Yep, 6 o'clock game, so yep. a little earlier. Um, but another big game against the Spurs. That's Thursday night. Oh, Spurs is Thursday. Saturday is? Jazz. Jazz. The Jazz. That's right. Right, okay. The Jazz. right there with you in the standings as well. Gosh, mm-hmm. this is a big week. Mm-hmm. This could tell us a lot. Then Sacramento Monday, too. They're uh, right above right. us. Right. Pelicans Planner with Bree on pelicans.com. Is it a one-shot deal? Do you preview the whole week, or is it, did you break it up this week into like, okay, on Monday I watch this version, on Tuesday I've got this? How, how yep, do you... it's all broken up, so we'll tell you what you need to know for each day. All right, good. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Check it daily, pelicans.com. Bree, Every nice day. job today. Um, good luck with the homework. Me. Yeah. We will be checking. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'll, when you return. I'll come fully, fully versed. All right. There you have it. There's the Monday show. Thanks again to Mickey Loomis, John DeShazer, Bree, Daniel Salerson, Doug Tatum, too. Um, we, didn't, we, we should have put a mic on Doug today as well. He yeah. did have some good 
good stuff working. He's day to day though with sickness, illness. Oh, it's going around. It's going around. It's tough. My After kids. Mardi Gras, it's I know. Hard. My daughter came home from school on Friday. She uh, said that sixty kids in her high school were out due to illness. What? Yes. Yes. We're all playing hooky. I know. Speaking of my daughter, I had to sign a lease yesterday for her first college living arrangement. Oh Next boy. Year. Speaking of feeling old. That's yeah. Exciting. It was exciting. For her. <laughs> Go Tigers, I guess. Okay, we'll do it uh, tomorrow again. And Daniel Salerson will be your host for the Tuesday Black and Blue Report. Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com tomorrow uh, for sure. What else do we have tomorrow? You never know who's going to stop oh, by. That's right. It's always we'll leave it a surprise. I th- he's got a good smile, so he must be. He must already have some clue. Or I don't know what I'm doing yet, and I'm just kind of playing it Let's off. Let's stick with a good surprise. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody have a great rest of your Monday. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.